Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Creeps, Creatures, and Haunts. Oh, my! Finally back from our uh, little break there. As we had said in the last episode that we had uh, uploaded... Well, I think I did some bonus ones for... I, I think I finally uploaded our ASMR ones to the um, podcasting platforms. So there was that, but it's been about a month since we've actually um, sat down and recorded one. Because we went to Disney and just wanted a little vacation, I guess, from doing this all the time. Kind of thinking about different uh, ideas. But yeah, so in today's episode, we are going to be basically... What are we, what are we talking about in today's episode, Kim? We're going to p- talk about Nightmare on Elm Street and the real story behind it. Yeah. That's what we're going to be doing. So uh, this was inspired because the new season of Stranger Things, season four, is out, which is very obviously inspired by the Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, which is also kind of inspired us. We think we are going to be doing um, like re- reviews and things more about horror movies. We've been kind of thinking of like things to do, and since we stopped doing the... We've been following the channel for a while. We were doing like the unboxings of like those uh, like food boxes and yeah. stuff, which we stopped doing that because we figured it wasn't very on brand for the channel. We used to do restaurant reviews. So we're like, what can we do that's a little bit more on brand with like the spooky like theme and uh, horror movies should fit because I mean, we also do short films. Yeah, that's kind of what started this channel was the short films, and we kind of ended up doing haunt talk and haunt talk is what we're more known for, but spooky horror short films is what started this channel that's like yeah. the first thing on it is a really <laughs> awful um <laughs> film yeah if you want to watch it it's called save him it's on the channel it's the very first video we ever uploaded um it's, it's not it's, great it's not great but if you want yourself a good laugh it was our first attempt i bought a shitty little camcorder from best buy and i think it was probably 2012 2013 we made that yeah yeah because i graduated in 2010 ago. so i wasn't that far out of high school when we made it well, okay, I know exactly because Facebook always reminds you when you're friends with somebody for so long. And I recently got a notification that we have been friends for 11 years. Oh, it's been 11 years? Actually, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pro- probably about 11 years ago that we made that movie. Yeah, it's definitely been a while. Um, it's kind of crazy to think about that, but... Yeah, definitely go check out some of our short films if you yes. didn't even realize we made it. We haven't been making any recently, and I don't know when the next time we will make one because it just takes so much time to make yeah. and so much effort and so much has been going on in personal lives that it's just been difficult. So that's why I've been focusing more on the podcast and stuff like that. But definitely keep an eye out. I don't know which video will be out first because after this video slash podcast, we plan on doing a Stranger Things Season 4 spoiler cast. So I don't know which one will be out first, but make sure you look for that because it will either be out before this episode or after. But uh, yeah, if you haven't already, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast and or the YouTube channel, liking, subscribing, all of that good stuff, leaving comments if you're watching the video form. That helps us a lot. And we have a Patreon that um, helps us tremendously. We have a few patrons now, so we greatly appreciate. Um, Hi. Anybody else that joins us, we have some perks and stuff like that on there. And we'd like to do more perks, but some stuff like exclusive content just doesn't make sense when you only have a couple. Because, you know, if we're going to make exclusive content, we want more than like three people to see it. (laughs) And we also have a merch line. So you can go check out our shirts and all that crap that we make. I usually, if you're watching the video form, have a little thing going on right now. If not, um, yeah, just go to the merch site. The link's always in the description of every episode. But 
uh, yeah, I guess we will kick it off here. I'll let Kim kind of go. She's done more of the research. We're just going to be kind of talking about Freddy Krueger's origins and um, some like fun facts, I guess, from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. So I was actually inspired. Like we said, we were going to do a little spoiler-ish episode of A Stranger Things Season 4. If you haven't watched it, it kind of like inspired me to look into Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, there's quite a few elements that are in the episode that kind of, I mean, there's one big blaring obvious one, but um, there's other things in there that kind of like inspired me to look into what inspired Wes Craven to make Nightmare on Elm Street. So I went in and I researched it and um, apparently he read an article himself uh, about a family that was um, refugees from Cambodia and they were having a lot of really bad things happening there. A lot of people mm-hmm. like killing people and just a lot of like genocide and things like that. And um, this family had a son who started having nightmares and he said he was afraid to fall asleep that the thing that was chasing him would get him. Um, he tried to stay awake for days on end. Um, he finally did succumb to sleep. And um, his parents were like, oh, he's fine. He's sleeping. And then he started screaming. And unfortunately, by the time they got to him in his bedroom, he was dead. He had died in his sleep. In the middle of this nightmare. Um, There has actually been numerous other people that have um, actually had this um, from that same area because of all the atrocities that Mm -hmm. have happened in that area at the time that people were just like, their nerves were just wrecked. And um, it actually is called Asian Death Syndrome. And it was around in the late 70s. Um, people would scream in their sleep and then just die. <laughs> yeah. So um, that kind of inspired Wes Craven to come up with the idea of this thing that was so terrifying in your dream that it would make you die in real life. I think that, like, just thinking about that is, like, such a terrifying aspect. Like, I know my mom... Um, for example, was always there. She liked horror movie stuff, which there's. She didn't like possession stuff, so like The Exorcist was a big no-no. And the other thing that was a big no-no growing up was Nightmare on Elm Street, just because it scared the shit out of her. And I mean, <laughs> it is like a scary concept because when you're asleep, you're completely powerless. And the fact mm-hmm. that something can like invade your thoughts and your dreams yeah. and actually kill you in your most vulnerable state, which your most vulnerable state is when you're asleep, is you know terrifying. And there is some really freaky imagery. Yeah. In the movie itself. It's been a long time since I um, have seen it. Like a very long time. I do need mm-hmm. to rewatch it. But, and also just the killer. I mean, he all burnt up and nasty. Well, he actually was inspired by two separate things from Wes Craven. One was Wes Craven was bullied when he was younger by a person whose name was actually Fred Krueger. Mm-hmm. And then he also recalled that there was a creepy old man that used to live in his neighborhood that his walking path to wherever he was going every single day was past Wes's house and past his window. And this creepy old man would always stop 
at his window and stare at him through the window and then turn and leave. And he was just so terrified by this creepy old man that he kind of created this character of Fred Krueger, Freddy Krueger, out of this this bully and this old man that used to walk past his house. And there's some also rumors that I, that are just simply not true about because there's like a picture of a tombstone online of like Frederick Krueger. Yeah. And supposedly, you know, that he was like some kind of child molester. Yeah, that is actually just a fake. Like somebody actually made that. Mm-hmm. They just photoshopped it and stuff like that. There is I don't even know if it's photoshopped. It might be a real person, but it wasn't what inspired this. Yeah. At, at all. But speaking of that, though, is Freddy Krueger was originally in the original script supposed to be a child molester, but at that time, it was just too taboo for him to be a child molester, yeah. so they decided to make him just a child murderer instead, because that was much more palatable to audiences. <laughs> it's okay at, if you kill him, you just can't, you know. Can't diddle him. Diddle um, him. Which, I mean, both are awful things, and now, I guess, you know, now that things are, like, People are more disassociated, I suppose, with fantasy and horror yeah. than they were in the... When did this come out? Was it the 80s or was it the 70s? Okay. 80s. Okay. Um, Early he, 80s. Yeah. So, like, now it's, like, canon that he is both, actually, that he likes to do the diddling and the, and the killing. So, yeah. um, right before he makes his, like, little snappy remarks. Which... <sighs> um, yeah. Yeah, I found that interesting. Something else that I found really interesting was... What was it? Robert, yeah, Robert England, actually, the first time you see Freddy Krueger in the movie was actually played by Charles O'Beller Dinelli, whose special effects skills made him the only one who could cut the glove and insert the blades. So I guess, like, the very first time you see Freddy Krueger in the movies is not actually Robert England. No. It's actually someone else. Um, that was the special effects artist. So I found that um I do know that that glove is very heavy. So if you notice in, like, the movies that... um. Robert Englund is, like, his arm is kind of, like, hanging. It's because that glove is very heavy and hefty, and his arm was actually kind of weighted down by that, and he just kind of adapted that to the character as mm-hmm. well. Because if you notice, like, in there, yeah, it, you know, it is very heavy. And he just kind of, like, was like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep this stance. Um, But, yeah, if you ever notice that. Yeah, because what the person who played Nancy told Rolling Stone that there are like 17 varieties of the glove, Um, but Robert England only recalls three. What he admits he cut himself on the first one he tried on. Craven allegedly wanted a unique weapon that was cheap. The the first film's budget was only 1.8 million dollars, which is I feel like not super high. They wanted something unique and that resembled animal claws to kind of make it a little bit more like animalistic. Um, Which I mean, obviously, it is very uh, iconic. Just silhouette of Freddy Krueger. Like I feel like there's a lot of like slashers, but like Freddy Krueger's silhouette, I feel like is most iconic. Like if you just a shadow of him because of those long. The long gloves, the fedora hat, the striped sweater. I mean... It's just very iconic. Very iconic, yeah. I mean, all of those kind of major slashers from the 80s are very iconic in their, like, way that they look. I mean, you instantly, when you hear the... You think of a claw hand, you think Freddy Krueger. When you think of machete and a ski mask, or hockey mask, you think of Jason. You think of, you know, pumpkins and and a William Shatner mask, you think... Michael Myers 
you know, and you just, they're so iconic with their imagery that you just always, like, it, all you have to see is one thing, and you're like, that's that. Yeah. That's that, you know. I just feel like Freddy Krueger might be the most iconic as far as imagery goes. Because, I mean, heck, you just see the color pattern of that, like, green and red. Green and, and you're red like, Freddy Krueger. Yes. Like, you know, where I feel like Michael and Jason's things are a little bit more simplistic, where Freddy Krueger's is a little bit more stylized. Yeah. I mean, just everything about it's more stylized since mm-hmm. it's, like, in a dream world. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that also makes it a little bit more terrifying because, like, Michael and Jason are a little bit more, still more fantastical, but a little bit more grounded in reality, when nothing about Freddy Krueger yeah. is really grounded in reality. Yeah, no. He actually, um, Wes Craven, planned on him also being a silent protagonist. Hmm. But just because, like, it, it, in the first movie, because actually something else that's interesting, he only had about seven minutes of screen time in the first movie because they wanted him to be super scary and just ambiguous. So they didn't actually want to show him a lot. But because oh. the character is so popular in all the sequels, he talks more and he's in it a lot more. Yeah. But actual screen time is only about seven minutes of Freddy Krueger wow. in the very first Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, because, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why he's one of my favorite horror icons is because he's so sarcastic and just makes, like, so many jokes and just the way that he kills people are just so, like, humorous in a way. Um, I honestly, <laughs> there's a couple of them that are my favorite kills that he does. I think... Um, I don't recall which one this one is in, but it's where um, the girl has an eating disorder, unfortunately. And um, he straps her into like a high chair, so to speak, and proceeds to feed her herself with his claws. Yeah. Yeah. Until the point where she's like going to explode. And she literally does explode at the end. And then my other favorite is from um, this one actually is from Final Nightmare. Um, Freddy's dead, and uh, it's uh, Brecken Meyer is actually the character, plays the character, and he's big into video games. And Freddy basically puts him in a video game, and he's got the controller, and he's controlling everything that Brecken Meyer does to the point that he's going up steps. And you know, like in Mario, where you're like, doing, doing. Doing. Brecken Meyer is going up the steps like that, like with the noises and everything. Freddy's got the remote and he's just controlling him and doing all this shit to him with using the remote because he's, you know, basically playing him like a video game, which was one of my favorite yeah. um, kills. And then, of course, the classic Johnny Depp into the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp's first big role as well. Yes, like, it is Johnny Depp's first big role. Which, of course, is, you know, become very very popular over the years and is currently as for filming this um you know surging in popularity again oh, yeah. because of the trials and that um but yeah what an ingenious though especially for its time premise for a movie to do because like when you do stuff in dreams it really opens you up to just whatever you want to do because yeah. you can make anything happen and it's just explained by oh it, it's in a dream it's a dream but that's this whole thing is he can kill you in your dreams. So it like makes sense in the context of the story. Yeah. Without it feeling like too far-fetched. Like mm-hmm. you can be super far-fetched and it still feels grounded because it's just a dream. It's just a dream. Um, I do like the fact also that he chose um, it to be Elm Street just because every town basically has an Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Elm Street's a very popular name of a road. And oh, Wes yeah. Craven says that, you know, pretty much per convention. 
per convention he does, like signings, he always has to sign at least one stolen Elm Street sign, <laughs> which I find really funny that people are just like, oh, look, it's an Elm Street, like not realizing, I guess, how common that actually is. Yeah. Uh, but that's just another really good way to get in people's heads, especially in the 80s when horror movies, you know, there wasn't a new one coming out every day. Um, we're like, well, let's really make people scared of it. Like the most vulnerable thing, let's make it on a street that a lot of towns have. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, imagine if you lived on an Elm Street and you <laughs> oh gosh yeah i just <laughs> there's a lot of good marketing decisions i yeah. feel like that went into this horror movie just to really like that's m- what made it so iconic and so popular and the fact that i just saw he was scrolling through this thing um the movie doesn't really end well which is kind of like a lot of times you always have these horror movies where, like, you have, like, the final girl and or the final person that, like, makes it through everything. And everything's peachy keen and everything like that. If you watch the original Nightmare on Elm Street, it kind of starts off being, okay, everything's peachy keen, everybody's fine, whatever. And then it's not. <laughs> um, and it does have a really cool ending what's when they like he sucks her through the window or whatever isn't yeah. it yeah yeah because she starts hearing the like mm-hmm. the kids doing the jump rope singing the song yeah. and then which is a really like that special effect is not aged well when he like pulls her through the window because it looks really derpy if you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that really that really didn't age well i mean a lot of the other special effects are pretty good because they're very practical um, that was a little bit more CGI because, yeah, I mean, to suck a person into a little tiny window that was this big is, you know, pretty big feet. Um, but <laughs> I mean. I'm just scrolling through here and what is the new Freddy that everyone makes fun of from that looks terrible? Oh, this, this yeah. Right yeah. They made a remake of it with. It was um, a TV show. I think this one was, wasn't it? No, it was a remake movie. Um, no, Freddy actually, um, besides all the different movies and sequels of Nightmare on Elm Street, there was actually a TV series called Freddy's Nightmares, um, which was basically him just being a host to um, different people having these, like, bad things happen. And not necessarily nightmares, but, but just bad things um back in the 90s it was really popular to have like anthology series like if you recall like monsters um friday the 13th actually had one which had nothing to do with jason um he actually had his own show too but um yeah uh freddy's nightmares was basically like yeah a bunch of like little vignettes of spooky things that happened i wish they would quit quit trying to remake all these classic horror movies because very rarely are they um yeah any good yeah i mean uh, mind you some of the sequels are just awful awful like um yeah even the even the second movie for nightmare on elm street is not great um it's uh yeah it a lot of people pay on it they don't really like it very much um also, um, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare is, um, that was the 3D version. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I wish I had them. I know they're somewhere around here. I do still have my 3D glasses. I went to the movie theater to see that movie. 
and you got little 3D glasses. It was only like the last like 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, like they would be a thing telling you to put them on. Right? Yes. Yeah. The, uh, they said when um, so-and-so, I can't remember what her character's name was, but when so-and-so puts the glasses on, you put the glasses on as well. And they actually are, they're black, uh, they're red and white, and they say Freddy's dead, the final nightmare all over him. Um, yeah, it's only like the last like 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Um, there's only a few effects that are like actually really, really cool. Um, there's one scene where his glove actually slides at you through the screen, which is actually really, really cool because it does look like Freddy's glove is coming at you. Like, I leaned back in the theater because it, it scared me. Were the glasses themed at all or were they just <clears throat> normal 3D glasses? They had Freddy's night. Freddy night. Um, they said Freddy's dead, the Why final night. Why worth anything? You should find those. That's interesting. They might. I don't know. They're still in pretty pristine condition. Um, but, yeah, I actually had um, – it was my friend – I believe it was April. Yeah, April and I went to see the movie at Parmatown Theater, which isn't even there anymore. We had to have her mom buy us the tickets because the movie was rated R. This was back when parents could do that, buy the tickets, and then the kids could just go in and whatnot. Um, now they require you to have parental advisory, you know, parental assistance with you. Um, and, yeah, we saw the movie on our own. Hmm. Yeah. It was pretty good. I mean, there's a shit ton of cameos in that movie. Because Johnny Depp, of course, is in it. Um, back when they were, like, the It couple, Roseanne and Tom Arnold oh, God, yeah. are in it. Alice Cooper plays Freddy's dad. Which kind of, they, they kind of delve into Freddy's backstory, saying that he was abused as a child, and that's why he decided to abuse children, which, okay, that's a stretch. Um, but yeah, Alice Cooper played his dad. Um, Brecken Meyer, again, this was before he became, like, kind of popular. Um, and a few other different people are in this movie. There's a lot of cameos from the old movies. I believe Nancy's in it for like a hot second. Um, and then after that, they came out with New Nightmare, which was supposed to be them. It was supposed to be one of those meta things where they're filming a new Nightmare on Elm Street movie. People tend to like that one, though, I believe, right? Well, because it's a lot more gorier and a lot scarier than the regular Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Because basically... Um, because if, if if you know who Wes Craven is, Wes Craven is the guy who came up with Scream. Right. And Scream is basically where you're making a parody of all these horror movies and stuff like that. And all these, like, tropes that happened in horror movies happened in this movie. Um, new Nightmare was basically, they were filming a new version or new sequel to Nightmare on Elm Street with the original cast. They had the original actors who played Nancy. Robert England was in it. A few other different people that survived in the other movies were in this as well. Well, it turns out that the spirit of the real Freddy Krueger, who they said is like this real person that they base this on, possesses things in there and like at one point like they have a mechanical glove that so that they can have the glove like walk around and do stuff on its own or whatever with well, a mechanical glove actually like ends up killing people 
Um, and like different people die because of this spirit of Freddy Krueger. Um, the spirit of Freddy Krueger actually tries to possess the son of the actress who played Nancy, um, which is kind of along the lines of like dream child and things like that. Um, it actually is a really gory movie. It is kind of, it's, yeah. it's really scary. Um, it's a lot different feel than the regular Nightmare on Elm Streets because the Nightmare on Elm Streets have like that humor to them where this one really dark humor. This one really <laughs> didn't have any of that. It was it about was, a janitor who murders children, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Freddie like taunts his prey, yes, so to he, speak, and stuff like does, that. Yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, yeah, a lot of people really like New Nightmare. They thought, oh, wow, this is, like, totally different than the Nightmare on Elm Streets. This is a new way to go. Maybe they'll keep going. And they just kind of stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen many of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, really, just the one remake and the original. But, yeah, I, kinda, I do kind of want to watch New Nightmare, but I'm not really interested in watching any of the sequels. Um, curious what your guys' is, you know, you are watching this favorite Freddy Krueger film of all time is like which one do you like does it freak you out did it traumatize you as a child if you were a child when it came out <laughs> was it your first horror movie because it was my first horror movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah but that's reason I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about um some fun facts of the movie if you like this kind of thing let us know we will try and do it with other movies and uh yeah also again make sure you like and subscribe and also make sure you Ring the notification bell so you don't miss any future upcoming episodes. Thank you guys very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Pleasant dreams. Ow!